getting down and dirty with a Procyon loader. Got no people skills, but he's good with motors. And yes. living by his side, an infantilized sequoia. The two of them walk by, people say, oh boy. I mean, I could totally hear him in this. I can see it. That's really irresponsible and getting them around. I said, give me a break. Get all of my back, damn I didn't worry <laughs> That's from the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. It, it, for those of you calling me a liar, you can Google it. All right, find it. Um, it was. It probably was in the end credits. As a matter of fact, this particular track was uh, regarding ego. Uh, at the very end, it's from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, and the song is about ego. I think. I think they also used the instrumental. This part right here. They didn't use the the lyrics, but they used this instrumental in the in the movie. I'm pretty sure it's when Ego was like riding on the little like egg pod or whatever. You guys don't find this familiar? Yeah. All right, there you go. David Hasselhoff, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is everybody excited? Is everybody sufficiently warm now? Everybody, everybody, juiced up and ready to go? We're <laughs> something. Nope. Oh, <laughs> uh, we love David Hasselhoff. Let's do it, everybody! Long distance request and dedication. I'm your host, Casey Kasem. Sending the David Hasselhoff music out to our friend Criminal Ripper. Good afternoon. I'm not really Casey Kasem. Don't get it twisted. My name is Ultimate DJs. That's right. And this is Talking Track. Welcome in, everybody. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, and we are here with you on this Wednesday afternoon. Welcome into the show. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Let's find out who is hanging out with a traditional Talking Trek server sound off. Uh, let's go. Who do we have here with us? Bernard, you're starting us off today with server 28. Thank you. Thank you, Captain Mark on server 20. Appreciate it, Commander Taylor. Somewhere inside the Dyf- uh, Dyson Sphere, <laughs> server 192. What's up, Raging Ginger on 31. Hal 9000, server 11. Thank you, OBG on 44. Haddock on 156. Epically Jess shouting out server 9. What, what? Spice Girls are the bomb, she says. Thank you. Thank you, Jess. I was getting a lot of hate on that. Swifty on 31. Metal on 8. Bills Mafia, server 32. Hydra on 32. Stratalorian on server 9. Thank you. Cold Bruce, server 22. Medieval Knight on 13. Captain Turner, server 16. What's up, Grand Chancellor on 156. Butcher on 172 says, please give me some stupid news. I got you covered, buddy. 
Don't worry about it. Sir Dorian on server 12. Thank you. Scrappy from server 137. Thank you for being here. Virtual Army on 135. Gopher on 130. O'Doyle on server 60. What's up? Arian on 30. Iron Chef, server 14. Sherlock Holmes on 27. V-Ready joining us from India today, server 196. Thank you, Captain Planets on European 167. Hammerhead 174. Lord Farquaad states war on server 146. Patron St. Nick, server 10. What's going on, Steven Zarin from server 129? Thank you for being here. Callus on uh, server 8. I'm a crazy on 13. Jazzmeister, server 167. Thank you. Tabby Moza on 20. The clueless one joining us from server 13. Appreciate it. Super Jesse on server 36. What's up? Shout out. Silent Killers on 31. Scaly back from the Outback on 193. Shady Pines on 27 and 29. Dahagas on server 16. Booyah, he says. Tycon, server 33, staying awake. Shout out for the win to FTW on server 38. What's up? Brorenzo, thank you for being here. IJ saying think stinks on server 15. Thank you very much, Quackfu, uh, from server 31 and 88. Additional messages. What a nice full crowd. So excited to have you guys all with us. Thank you so very, very much for gracing our stage here today. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast and growing ever so larger with the support of players and listeners just like you guys. Thank you so very much. I'd like to welcome my panel of guests today. Uh, we've got our stage nice and full. The entire panel has come out today ready to give you their final grades. We've pushed it not one show, but two shows now. And uh, really, really pumped to, uh, to finally be able to bring ARC 4 to a close. Uh, with that, I'd like to welcome our panelists today. Uh, Captain Mark, you're on mute. Are you actually with us to share your grade today? Captain Mark has been invited to, uh, to discuss and, uh, and pr potentially uh, provide a final grade. Captain Mark, you've been with us for so long. You've been doing graphics for the show for well over a year, almost a year and a half now. Um, and we've never actually taken a great deal of time to get to know you as a player. Captain Mark, you're on server 20. Tell us a little bit about you, your ops level, how long you've been in the game, and what qualifies you as a Talking Trek contributor to offer your final grade today. Captain Mark, welcome to the stage. How are you? Oh, uh, no pressure there, huh? None at all. <laughs> uh, you've, been play you've been playing the game for a long time, man, right? When did you join the game? Um, maybe about a couple days after the... Um... The game went live. It's a global launch, pretty much November of 2018. Coming up on our three-year anniversary, you are on server 20. What is your ops level? Uh, I'm 44 now. Ops 44. I'm 45. On route to 45. Are you uh, are you a free to play? <laughs> <I know. laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was just curious. Uh, you know. Listen, we have an ops 44 in our audience. Shout out Dekix who is indeed an Ops 44 and an actual true free-to-play. Isn't it crazy? I mean, now, he, he makes the job a game, right? He's got notebooks and, and keeps track of payouts, plans everything. But, I mean, he is he's something else. He is something else, if you guys have never uh, conversed with this cat. He is a true free-to-play, uh, been in the game again since Global Launch, and uh, actual 44, Ops 44, as a free-to-play. It's absolutely mind-boggling, Mark. Thank you for being on our stage. Appreciate it. I know it's just he's one guy, but he's, like, at the edge of the pack to Haggis. I mean, like, you know, he is one guy. He's definitely an edge case, for That's sure. That's actually amazing. It is amazing. 
It's it's absolutely amazing. It's an edge case for sure. I, I'm not going to take anything away from the I'm normality not quite sure of how that. You did it, but. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, but, you know, listen, I don't know how he did it. I can understand how uh, I can understand, like, how he accomplished it, though. If you've ever seen uh, his notebooks and his research, I mean, I'm pretty sure the dude's on, like, his third binder now, like third actual notebook. He's filled two notebooks with stuff. I don't know what stuff it is. Maybe one day we can get it and we can publish his notes. Decix, that, that, we should do that, man. Decix, we should take your notebooks. We should copy everything out of them and, and sell it. <laughs> Here is the roadmap. Here's the roadmap to Ops 45 as a free-to-play. Um, yeah, Jesse says he's got more binders than the Scopely STFC designers do. Uh, I'm telling you, this cat, this cat's mapped everything out. He is a true nerd, which is why he has my undying respect. He is phenomenal. But how many of those binders have now become invalid with the changes? I know I had to throw a book out. You keep a book too? I See, have a little book. I, I, have, yeah, I did. I have a book. I have, but, I, but I mean, I don't keep everything in it. I have one notebook that I've had since the beginning of the game. It's got a lot of my research and my notes in it, but I mean, I, yeah. you know. You because your brain is a computer, Ripper. Like you've got all your notes in your head. Right? Scalyback says the same thing. It's all in my head. I have to keep notes. I I yes, I sorry. pretend I have notes, but hashtag hashtag I'm a nerd. I do in fact actually have a notebook dedicated to Star Trek Fleet Command. It's uh, fantastic. Uh, also, wow. uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, notes for nerds. You got it, Jesse. Uh, also joining our stage today live from India, uh, V-Ready Ops 47. V-Ready, is that right? Welcome to the stage. 48. Buddy. 48. He pushed 48. the button. You pushed One the button. 49. You're a week away from 49. That's crazy. Did today's Giorgio auction have anything to do with pushing you along any faster? No, in fact, I decided not to spend on this auction. Me too. I could have gone to 49 right now if I wanted to. What? Me too. I'll t I, we'll get to it. We'll get to it after a while. Uh, also, uh, the college professor nobody wants, uh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was talking to him in a chat earlier today. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen from Server 24, Level 50 Bro, and my friend Bubba Joe is here on the stage. I sent him a note. He's telling me how he's going to grade this arc. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you you are the college professor nobody wanted. Like, <laughs> you take you take anything that's got the slightest smell of something good, and, and it's just garbage. Go straight. You're the Gordon Ramsay of Star Trek Fleet Command. That, that's what you are. Garbage. Put it in the trash. Hold two pieces of bread up to your ears. Now, what do you have? An idiot sandwich. That's it. All right. That is Bubba Joe. Welcome to the show. How are you, buddy? I'm doing okay. I don't think I've ever been described thusly. <laughs> well, listen, man. If the if the academic career fits, okay, then uh, then so be it. Uh, also, from Server 15, uh, my friend and my admiral, Big Country, is here. Big Country, welcome to the stage. How are you, my friend? Good, man. Good. Uh, you told me earlier today that you needed to know what time airtime was so that you could actually uh, leave work. Is that right? You, uh -huh. and, then, yeah. and then I ended up being a little bit late. I'm sorry for that, by the way. I hope I hope everything got, got sorted. Bubba, you're still... No, I, I'm actually... I'm, 
I actually am familiar with with your time, so I always <laughs> add an hour to whatever you said. Okay, well, we didn't have to add an hour today, only a half hour. And, I... and, and literally, it just so everybody, true fashion, it was an hour ago, he posted in a live chat, hey, fellas, is there anybody on? I want to run some 41 and 43 uncommons in about four minutes. And there's a whole bunch of replies of, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then DJ never did anything. I didn't. So I, didn't I, figured, I got distracted yeah, out of the game. I was trying to, I was trying to prep. I was communicating. I was, I was exchanging my notes with Scopely last second. Bubba, I have a hint for today. I have a hint for today. All right. Excellent. I do, in fact, have a hint for today that some of you are going to absolutely love. Others are going to absolutely lament. Uh, so I think that should that should be a lot of fun to really stir up some controversy towards the you end. You know what, of the... DJ? We could we could do another hint. What another? What you do? You want to give one? <laughs> what hint do you have? One. Do you really? Oh, Criminal Ripper has a hint. Then maybe I don't know. Do it. I don't know if I should. Listen, uh, you know what? Last time I didn't know if I should. You said do it. All right. So I'm just gonna say just do it. Okay. Just do it. You're a Ripper. Nothing can go wrong to Ripper, okay? Ripper is Scopely's most loved child. Uh, I'm, not. I'm so not. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it live. We'll do it live, okay? Uh, so that's coming up. Uh, also, um, audio engineer and uh, Talking Trek moderator Stevens Aaron is here, level 39, from server 129. Good afternoon to you, sir. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Sorry, I, I always forget. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> 7 a.m., 7.45 in the morning, right? Do I have that right? Uh, yeah. yeah ah, see, I'm getting better. Parked up in front of work, got back to work now, so. There you go. Out of out of our level four lockdown, so. Welcome back to yes. society. Um, I uh, <laughs> Assuming then that New Zealand really heeded the advice to get out and spread your legs. Um, and you guys are <laughs> yes. off lockdown now. For those of you who haven't yeah. heard that story, New Zealand's uh, pandemic- pandemic response minister uh faux pod here last week and and told everyone to spread their legs in response to combating coronavirus fortunately new zealanders were were taking it in stride they had a lot of fun with it nobody got mad now get this america nobody got offended shocking isn't it nobody called for resignations nobody said that they should have been ousted for being a pervert or anything like that nobody got upset as a matter of fact the entire country had a had a nice little chuckle about it and then the entire country went on to immortalize this faux pas by making memes and posters (laughs) and flooding the internet with warnings and and advice on combating covid all you have to do is spread your legs, okay? Um, I think the intent was to spread your wings or stretch uh, your legs. Stretch, stretch your legs. Stretch yeah. your legs. I was, yes. talking, <laughs> I was talking about getting exercise during during lockdown, you know. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> that, that wouldn't have flown in America. Wouldn't have, would have happened here. Nah. Uh, also, I, I know we're, we're moving too long. Uh, into our introductions. I'll make it quick. Uh, joining us from server f- uh, 15, uh, legacy game player, uh, Karkin here, level 32. Welcome. Good afternoon to you, sir. How are you? Karkin's on mute. Oh, there he is. I am well. Thank you. Good. Yes. No, I was looking for a good gift to 
fine for your spread it comments but <laughs> oh, just, go just google new zealand there's memes galore okay you, you don't have to you don't have to look hard for a meme as a matter of fact guys i i want to applaud karkin who is taking his uh, contributor status extremely serious uh here's a message that i got a few days ago um I am going to – can I read this? I'm going to read this. Yeah, of course. I'll have to formulate an extensive – you and Bubba should be friends. Okay, really, you should. I will have to formulate an extensive grading system to give you an accurate assessment of my opinion on the arc. Maybe I'll create a points-based system with various categories, such as officer acquisition. Um, <laughs> and uh, let's see. Uh, and event, yeah, re- event more, rewards. I was hoping more people would throw some lists on. So event releases, technological failures. You even taught you had tech mess ups in here, and said uh, I'm going to think of more categories and I'll give them all weighted point scales. Like, you might you might be overthinking it just a little. <laughs> Go with your gut, <laughs> well, man. with so many categories, I got to be able to break it down back into a, a grade. So if like <laughs> A is worth sixty points and B is worth fifty points and you know, you go down like that, then you can finally get an average and then come back to an actual grade. Yeah, you, you and Bubba. Oh, that's all just way too much work. Right? <laughs> Bubba Joe. Bubba Joe, the consummate professor. Uh, do, do you even prepare your, your grading of the arc in such a way, or, or do you just say, F it, it's all a fail? Uh, <laughs> I, I do try to look at each individual aspect and say, was this good? Was this bad? Could this be improved? You know, so there are definitely scales, you know, there are things that are, and in the summary I gave you, I said, there's good and there's bad and there's ripper. There's meh. <laughs> well, we're going to get to it uh, coming up here just a little bit. Uh, our final contributor today would like to welcome from us server 36 level 49, bro. Uh, super Jesse. Uh, Soggy, welcome to the stage. How are you, my friend? Oh, there we go with that screen orientation. See, I can see him talking. I got no audio. Jesse, you might have to bop, uh, bop out and back in and not turn the your Discord phone. Discord still hasn't fixed that one. No, Discord doesn't fix anything. It doesn't, uh, doesn't. There appear. we go. Oh, there we are. Jesse, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are y'all? <laughs> doing very, very good. You prepared? You ready to go? Did you create yeah. a, a points-based scaling system like Karkin did? No, I, I wrote an entire website and, where you put in your grade ideas and everything like that, and it gives you a, a final grade afterwards. I, I spent all week oh on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love, Bubba, I absolutely love that this has kind of become a thing. You know, it only took us a year, but grading of the arcs has turned into a big deal. I mean, Scopely's listening. By the way, shout out, Overlords. I can see you. Scopely is here right now. I also want to tell you this, folks. All right? I want to tell you this. I'm going to be, I'm going to be very limited in what I can tell you. Uh, but, Bubba, you uh, and, and Big, I know you, you guys will all be very pleased to hear this. Um, I had received a message earlier this morning that uh, and I've received two such messages over the last 48 hours that they listened to the entire Borg episode, Bubba. Both of them had different uh, things to say. Uh, one of uh, both of them reiterated the fact that it was a fascinating listen. Um, they were uh, one one of them was. Uh, maybe a little surprised that we didn't see the mechanic and 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 that kind of blows my mind a little bit we had a conversation like how can we see something you don't show us you know we didn't see the events um so that was an interesting conversation uh the other person 
was super, super fascinated with the feedback, uh, Bubba, the feedback that was provided from the community with different responses and different things that we could do to fix it. Um, they have not yet gone so far as to, cons- uh, to confirm when uh, we will see this again other than we will see it again. I even asked them again today, are you ready to, are you ready to tell us the frequency with which this event will run? Uh, and they did not. So I, I don't yet know when we will see it again. One thing is for certain, we will see it again. And uh, I know that, that one of the individuals uh, who, who responded back to me is going to be taking a, a good hard look at, at a lot of the feedback to see what can be incorporated and what cannot be. Uh, also, I actually do, Bubba, have a meeting in the books with the actual designer of this event later this week for, for an actual debrief, an actual um, uh, feedback session, if you will. I got 30 minutes slotted with him later this week. So the, the response from Scopely was actually, uh, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to say surprisingly good, but it was, Bubba. It was receptive. It was, yeah, it, it was receptive. It was, uh, was kind of surprising to me that that they were as open-minded about this event you know of course they also acknowledge it's a first run uh they have gone out and said it's going to happen again so when it comes to feedback when it comes to logistics the fact that they are are listening they listen to you guys they they said the feedback from the community during that episode was phenomenal uh, so I'm really pleased with that, Bubba. I, I got to say, big, uh, even to your point, loot was discussed between me and this, and this other gentleman today. So um, I, I feel, I am hopeful. I say this a lot, I know, but, but I kind of feel that there was some positive vibes coming out of that, out of that discussion. And, and golly, maybe, maybe we stand a chance at making it better, you know, which is, that's what it's all about, right? So um, I'm super, I'm super thrilled to be honest with you, at, at, at the response. And the fact that they listened, which was cool because it was a long episode. <laughs> Ripper, it was a long one. You fell asleep in the middle, from what I understand, right? You had to dip right in the middle of that episode. It was long. And it I was... didn't. No, I had to leave because I had to go to bed. Oh, well, same thing. You fell asleep, just not on the air. You disconnected and it went to bed because it was late. Nonetheless, it was a good show. Did you go back and listen? No. Ripper never listens to our stuff. If he's not here live, he doesn't. Do you, have you ever listened to a single taped episode of this show? I have. Oh, my God, really? Yes. Well, thank you. Golly. This is from Ripper. Not, who not says many, he, though. I was going to say, Ripper, I, Ripper says he literally consumes zero content. He doesn't ever do it. <laughs> it's nothing. It's not like, don't try to be like mean or anything. I just don't. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a habit thing. I don't watch YouTube videos. I don't listen to the podcast. If they're not live, I don't know. Just not. Just a thing. Well, it's all good. We appreciate you being here live nonetheless. Ladies and gentlemen, because <laughs> look at Devon. I've tried listening to the Borg show three times. I've fallen asleep every time. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> you know, there's somebody on the official Discord. I can't remember. Is it Fisticuffs who says that he can't listen to the show either? He's like, listen, it could be the broad daylight middle of the day. I turn on your show 15 minutes. I'm, I'm tuckered. He said, it, it doesn't matter. Just if I listen, then the sultry sounds of your voice just lull me right to sleep is what he says. Pretty sure he's being sarcastic. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the show. We have a lot to get to today, including the much missed, the much demanded and much awaited 
stupid news headlines. Let's get to it. Stupid news! Time for the news! Thank you. Thank you, Steve. All right, we're gonna we're gonna bang through this pretty quick. A murder hornet's nest ripper has been found and eradicated in the state of Washington. A murder hornet's nest. They said that there were over six million hornets in this nest. Can you Oh my god, it makes me gag. I can't even I can't even think about it. Jesse, Wait, six million hornets in this it, murder hornets in this nest. Oh, very interesting. God, I mean, I guess they are, but can you imagine the size of a nest that contains six million hornets? The murder hornets themselves uh, were moved to Portland because murder is legal there. <laughs> Bad joke. An eighty-pound cougar was removed from an apartment building in New York City. Listen, I don't, I don't even care. What she did. I just hope Madonna's okay. <laughs> uh, an 80-pound cougar. Florida woman is in the news. Florida woman arrested for stealing hundreds of dollars in Tommy Hilfiger merchandise and can be seen in her mugshot photo wearing one of the shirts with the tag still on it. And I respond with, how about that as a typical millennial? Can't even take a mugshot photo without tagging herself. <laughs> <laughs> that, one, that one cracked me up, tagging herself. China is in the news. <laughs> in, in other weird happenstances, China is now limiting children to three hours of video games a week. Sorry, Scopely. <laughs> Sorry, Scopely. Engagement is down in the country of China as China has now limited children to only... 25 minutes per day of video games. China spokesperson says, listen, we don't want them too tired to be making LeBron's shoes at the Nike factory. We gotta, gotta keep them rested. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, listen, and really truthfully, with today's video games, that ain't even gonna get you past the opening tutorial. 25 minutes a day is all they're allowed to play video games over there in China. Patriots are in the news. Uh, the New England Patriots cutting star quarterback Cam Newton from their roster. Cam says he didn't actually mind leaving the Patriots anyway. He said the team sucks without Tom Brady. <laughs> That's all-star quarterback Cam Newton. Uh, TSA has posted a video of a block of raw chicken circulating on an airport luggage carousel. Have you seen this? This is disgusting. There's a block of like frozen raw chicken parts circulating on the baggage carousel. If the TSA was not so busy feeling up human breasts and thighs, they might have caught it a little sooner. Uh, yes, a block is how they described it. A frozen block of chicken parts. It's disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. Uh, finally, Jennifer Lopez was photographed wearing a Dolce & Gabbana cape with the price tag still on it, Ripper. Can you believe the audacity of J-Lo? Perhaps she was planning on doing what she does with her... <laughs> Husbands and fiancés keeping it for a couple months and returning it. Uh, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, there's your stupid news. See, I told you it would be quick. That was only three and a half minutes. Ripper, you should be. You must be so proud. Three and a half yeah. minutes of stupid. Very happy. Good. Try, try to do it. I quick. mean, zero would be better, but 
No. I, I've been I, mixing it up. I did zero last time, and people asked I was going to say, I really like the stupid news in front of the Borg uh, discussion. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, there was <laughs> there was no news. Oh, you're killing me. All right. Uh, welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. We got a lot to talk about today. We've bumped the show twice. It is finally, it is time for us to grade this arc. We have discussed it. We have pushed it. Even on the content creation team, we've been talking about it. Here within Talking Trek, our contributors team, we've talked about it. And then it just keeps getting pushed. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, I believe that Bubba Joe may actually be under the impression that I'm trying to delay it uh, until he decides to give it a more positive grade. Uh, that being said, <laughs> that being said uh, we are going to dive right in. So let me start here. We've, we've actually discussed this a lot. Uh, over the over the last couple of weeks, uh, the last several shows, we we've actually talked about this, and uh, we've done a couple of pieces of show about it, uh, as far as the exocomps and what was good and what was bad, how to use them. Uh, I am going to start with this, Bubba Joe. Let me let me lead with this. All right, I for one, it's no secret that I have been uh, I have been kind of a fan. All right. If you go onto the official Discord uh, for a little while there, you even saw my tag that said fan of exocomps. All right. I have enjoyed these. Now, I agree. There's over half of them that, that don't feel like they even do anything. Even I'm looking for it, Bubba, and I don't see the impact. Right. Like 20% damage. Okay. Whatever. 20% damage. That's literally for me. That is so far within the min-max that it, it's never going to be discernible, all right? Uh, for example, if I'm flying my jelly around, I did the math on it. If I'm flying my jelly around, it is going to give me a weapons boost of approximately like 6,000, okay? It's nothing, okay? I agree. Well, I don't want to say it's nothing, but I agree it's very meh, very meh. Uh, that being said, there are some of them that are really, really good. Um, I posted, let me see if I can find this screenshot, guys. Now, I know that some people have been tinkering and, and, you know, playing around with this and that and so forth. I can't find, oh, man, I can't find those screenshots. You know what? Here, I'll give them to you right now because the ships are in my base. Let me show you what I did the other, the other day, guys. So we had faction hunt, Bubba. We had a faction hunt going on. Uh, now, I know some people like to, to do faction hunt with upgrading ships. I get that. That's completely cool. I'm going to post something down here in the graphics room for you guys to look at. I know some people do it with, with ships, and that's completely fine. Most of us are out there, and we're grinding. Okay, We're grinding hundreds of hostels in a single day. Well, I decided I was going to try something off the wall, big country. I decided I was going to activate a 500% exocomp. All right? Because... I have some level 26 ships that were due for that were due for XP so that I could get them into the scrapper. All right, I need I need G4 common. So I got to get these into the scrapper. I have a tier 9 Mayflower and a tier 9 Legionary. Now, when I started Bubba Joe, when I started my faction hunt, they were both at level 1, 0 XP because I had just built and tiered them for the first day of faction hunt. All right? If you guys take a look in the graphics room, you will see what I was able to accomplish in one hour with a 500% exocomp. Now, granted, the level 26 ships don't take a ton, 
They don't, but it's still XP that I don't have to either spend or do with Latinum. And I was hitting those hostiles anyway. So I activated the ship XP exocomp, and I went out and I did my faction hunt. And I resulted in getting myself uh, on the Legionary, got 33 levels of XP and 35 levels of XP on my Mayflower. Now, that was one hour that I did with a 500% exocomp. To me, that is a significant ship XP savings. Significant. That one, I don't think there was actually any argument at any time. I, I think even Bubba agreed that that particular exocomp is, is rock star. Big country. We talked uh, about the 500% exocomp. You also named it as being one of your favorites, right? Now, Big's not here. What, oh, yeah. There, there no, it yeah, it is. It was, it was one of the ones that you found that actually had, to you, even as a level 50, it had probably the most, uh, the most benefit. Have you used one? Have you, have you used it? Yeah. And what are you, what yeah. did you use it on as a level 50? Um, my Stella and Franklin. Okay, Stella and Franklin. Karkin, let's drop 20 levels and come down to level 32. Uh, regarding the ship XP, were you, you're in a high-ranked alliance. Were you able to earn one of the 500% ones through the events? I think everybody should have been able to do it from an AMS, I believe, right? I don't think I get, let me double check, but I don't think I got a 500%. You know, one. you may not have. I think now that I'm thinking back, Ripper, I believe that that it's, was cut off by ops. It was like, thir it was either 36 yeah. or 39 uh, was the cutoff on getting. Uh, let me see which one I did get, because I, I do enjoy some of the, they are very good ones. The experienced ones are quite useful. It was ops-based. Uh, was it ops 39? Ops 39 was the cutoff, so daggone. I, okay, it was Ops 40. Ops 39 and down got the, got the smaller one. Nonetheless, uh, now granted, I did, I did use the 500% one because I'm, I'm higher than Ops 40, but the ship XP ones, guys, those are actually pretty stout, okay? They're, they're not bad. Um, there are a couple of others that, that are real good, and as I was discussing with Tech Man and Handy the other day, this, uh, to me, feels like a feature of nickels and dimes. Today, right here, right now, I do not agree that it's going to save you anything that is going to be game-breaking. It's not going to change your play. It's not going to result in you suddenly, suddenly having hundreds of thousands of more Latinum. I kind of equate this one, Bubba, and I'm going to give you the, the, the first opportunity to respond here. I equate the exocomps to a prime refinery-style mechanic in that it doesn't feel like a lot today. Like, we mapped this out. Big Country, do you remember two years ago when we mapped out and we did 30 days of research on prime crystal and prime ore and prime gas at the three-star level? And our conclusion, our conclusion was that it was roughly, roughly eight extra uncommon a day. All right? I don't know if anybody remembers that. But if we go back, Big Country, it was... One extra rare per day and eight extra uncommon per day. All right? That's what, it, that's what it resulted in. Now, that doesn't seem like a lot, but it is kind of infinitum. We just talked about last uh, episode. We talked about prime Borg active nanoprobe refinery doubling your output in the Borg store, $100, but it doubles you from 4,800 active nanoprobes to 9,600. 
and somebody said it's one of the best Borg values in the game. It's 4800 a day, every day, for the rest of forever. Now, those primes came out what, Big? The, the prime refines for three-star. That's been probably, anybody got a, an idea? Maybe almost two years ago. Didn't they come out when Galaxy came out, Rip? Yeah, they came out when the Galaxy tree came out. And that would have been in August of 19. August of 19. That was two years ago. So just as a side note, let's do this. If you're refining G3 materials and you purchase the Prime on day one, I am here to tell you that that $100 pack has resulted in the total accumulation as of today's date of 5,840 additional G3 materials. Now, still, Bubba, maybe that doesn't sound earth-shattering, but it kind of is a big number, right? Ripper? Absolutely. It's, it's a big number. It's a sizable amount over the course of two years. I mean, that's, but that's what you're having to do, right? You're talking about inches and, and you Nickels know. Nickels and dimes. And, and that yeah. is where, that's exactly how I equate the exocomps, okay? I equate the exocomps to exactly that. If I did, for example, all right, like, like let's look. Today, uh, today, I don't know if you guys noticed this or not. Uh, as a matter of fact, you've still got about an hour and 49 minutes left if you're listening live. Sorry if you're in podcast form. But there's a double station event going on right now, including one of them is ranked, all right? There's a double station event happening right now, and, and one of them is ranked. So if you were a player who was pushing for that leaderboard, absolutely throw on an exocomp for build time. Why? Well, it, it's going to impact every single build that you, that you start during its window. But if you're speeding them along, how much latinum is it saving? I have a station and a ship. I don't... Did I... Uh, it's not a double station. There's a double ship coming up in the next... Was, uh, it, a, was it a double station least, last night? Was it, it a double station? Been. There was a double station last night then. There was a double... St- okay, well, regardless, whatever. <laughs> Sorry, Karkin, you're, you're right. I see it now, ship and station. Maybe it was a station, <laughs> double station last Wait, night. I get your point, yes. Anyway, Maximize, regardless... You know, when you see a double, use it. Yeah, I mean, think about how much latinum that could be if you were pushing. Even if you were not pushing. Let's look at it from a daily perspective. Let's look at it. Let's look at it if you... Uh, big country. You uh, have talked a lot about some of the builds, all right? Now, I'm going to use a level 50 here for a second. Karkin, I'm going to come to you in a second. If you would, Karkin, please identify any building that you have in your base that is ready to be upgraded, okay? Just any one of them, all right? And give me the time uh, here in just a second. Big Country, uh, in your example, all right, uh, do you have any building or any research that is ready to go right now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you would be so kind, tell me what that is, because what I'm going to do, folks, I'm going to use stfc.space to get the base value and tell you exactly what an exocomp would save, and then we're going to equate it to latinum is how I'm going to do it. Big Country, what building do you have at this moment? Uh, the Dilithium Vault. Dilithium Vault. All right, let's go to buildings, vaults, Ooh. Dilithium Vault, <laughs> and what level are you getting ready to build? 49 to 50. Okay, so you're going to 50. All right. Just so everybody is clear, the base rate, the (laughs) base, you know, I'm going to do one thing. Big country, 
what is your game displaying right now as build time? 220 days and seven hours. 220 days. Now, Bubba, this is where I want to draw in the power of research and the power of nickels and dimes, okay? Bubba Joe, what efficiency would you expect? What efficiency would you expect? If, if Big Country is showing 220 days, what do you feel like the base value would be? And don't cheat. No stfc.space for you at the moment. 220 days. What do you think the base rate is? Just spitball. Uh, Wild guess. I'm bet. I'm betting. I'm betting it's. Uh, I bet it's over 400 days. 450 days. All right. Ripper, do you want to give him the number, or do you want me to? I don't know the number of hand, so... Okay, well, I looked it up. Dilithium Vault, stfc.space. You're welcome to join along, everybody. Level 50, Dilithium Vault. Uh, Big Country says it's going to take 220 days. Bubba Joe estimates that the base value is 450 days. In fact, Bubba Joe, the base rate is 1,302 <laughs> days. 1,302 days. Okay? So he's already reducing it by... He is reducing it big time. As a matter of fact, just in case anybody doesn't believe me, um, I will throw a screenshot. Whoop, wrong button. I love this about, about Ripper's website because now I can just hit this little button and I can come in and I can link it. And you guys are actually able to see it. All right. 1,302 days or according to stfc.space, three years, 207 days, two hours, 48 minutes, and 20 seconds. Now, big country. Let's take a look at your. Let's take a look at your exocomps. All right. Um, you have what is the best build speed you've got? I'm going to guess it's a 70 percent. 70 percent build speed. No, you might have something better. That's a three star rare. Does not look like I have any of the four star rares. No, actually, that's that's the best one I have currently. This 70 percent build. 70 percent. Yeah. 70% build speed, folks, all right, is going to reduce his 220 days. And I'm getting out a calculator right now. 112.52880 divided by 1.7. Um, let's see. Divided. How do I do this? Um, okay, I got it. I got it. That's seconds divided by minutes divided by hours. Divided by days. Big country. Off of the base value, off of the base value, this exocomp, there's no way that's right, Ripper. I think I'm doing something wrong. Um, 112,502,880 seconds. Divided by 60. You want to know. It should be something around 190. Close to 200. Days. Between 190 and 200 would be the final one ish over two eight eight oh divided by if i'm wanting to see the value of the exocomp as related to base i would just divide it by 1.7 no. right no that that would be the amount that it would be that would affect the build why wouldn't it be it's an efficiency right so divided by one plus the sum of all bonuses. If I want to isolate this one bonus, I would just use the 70%, right? These are 
actually, that one was a research. The seventy percent's a research. It, it's not a building. I right. have a seventy percent build speed, so I, I, oh. I assumed you had that. It's a three star rare. I happen to have that one. Um, I know it's it's different, TJ. Yeah, there is some. There's something you, something you weird about this. You can't this. go from from from, <clears throat> from there. Because the other numbers are also important. It's between 190 and 200 days after under 70%, I think. Okay. All right. So, easy. So, I have a 25 day, I'm sorry, 25% off the of build speed. I do have a 25%. Have you already? And when I did it, I just, I just popped it right now. Okay. Just to see. So, it took nine days off. All right, so this that, that one, that which is a four-star common, a four-star common is the 25% build. All right, four-star I mean, common. The, so big, big Country's total reduction is is around six 600%, right? Build speed, build efficiency. Sounds like it, yep. Uh, so, 220 days, yeah. So roughly. Carry, yeah, carry the one dot two two two. Anyway, long story short, <laughs> I'm, I am confusing myself, and I apologize because that that math is not actually coming out exactly like I would have expected. You said it's only nine days. Uh, let's see, divide by sixty seconds, divide by sixty minutes, divide by twenty four hours. Okay, yeah, nine point five days. I must have done something different. I must have done something different. Uh, when I did it. But anyway, long story short, yeah, roughly nine days is his net return. All right. And and what it is taking off the base is, well, significant. Nine nine days worth is how much it's adding. And that, by the way, is only a 25%. If he had this one, all right, which is the 70% build, which I'm not sure how I have this one and he doesn't, all right, uh, but this is a three-star rare, a three-star rare at 70%. That would have saved him 27 days. I think I used it. 27 days. Now, let's talk about what 27 days is in latinum. All right? That's 8,100 latinum. Even nine days. 2,700 latinum off of a free-to-play mechanic. Not only so a Dekix pointing out in the chat are free-to-play Ops 44, you can do multiple builds with this exocomp. This, the 25% build that Vegas took in, looking at is eight hours. Eight hours. All right, so you got plenty of time to let your helps come in, further get some additional reductions. I mean, I'm here to tell you guys, this is a mechanic of nickels and dimes. 8,100 latinum is no small thing. And if you do that, if you're pushing an event, big country, if you're fighting in an auction, that's big. It's big. Now, that's an extreme example. Let's look at Karkin real quick, Bubba, and then I'm going to come back to you for response. Karkin, right now for you, uh, you have uh, what building ready to go? Well, I did. I have a few defense platforms, but the one with the biggest uh, effect that you probably get out of it is the one I just put up was my shuttle bay, which started at four days, eight-ish hours or something. I had already had six helps into it by the time you looked. Okay. But my defense platform, what, is uh, three days, five hours. All right. And in your case, so probably the 25% one, probably not even going to get you a day. All right. Uh, I would say probably on a four days, you're probably looking at, at like 
oh, Ripper, help me, 16, 17 hours ballpark-ish. <laughs> it's going to be I mean, a little bit more I don't pronounced. Know what level he's talking about, so. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit more pronounced for him anyhow because he has less research than Big. So, I mean, relative, yes. He's yeah. going to save more. But. You know. So that that's the point, though. And Dekix is right. When when you can do multiple of these builds, it is a nickel and dime. Big, if you use these exocomps, even if they were just the common ones, 20% build speed is a three-star common. 25% build speed is a four-star common. 15% build speed is a two-star common. Means that you guys, literally, I would issue a challenge to everybody, every level 50, every level 15, before you start a building, run one of these. They're free. It's in the station part of the Exocom, so you can run them at level 15. All right, just, just do it. 15%, 25%, 70%, it don't matter. It's going to save you time and latinum if you push every you know single time. You know what I just realized? Every what single time. Doing here. Virtual Army. When the eight hours expires, does build time go back up if it hasn't finished? No, sir. No. So, so you even if you don't want to speed something, you should literally burn an exocomp every time you start a building without fail. And just like Prime Refine, it's going to save you a couple of hours here, a couple of hours there, forever. Bubba Joe, since day one, you have told me that you are a fundamental disliker of exocomps. Can you? Well, can you? Let's 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 be clear. So, I I, I in my notes, I have, so he said he liked them. I, I in my notes, <laughs> I say that the idea of exocomps are fantastic. Temporary buffs can work if they are relevant. That's the most important part. And my contention is that a large majority, and I don't think that's really debatable, of these exocomps are not. But the point I wanted to make that I'd like to ask you, DJ, to think about is what were you doing 1,300 days ago? <laughs> None of us were playing the game. Uh, we're getting and, and how technical about, about 13, but... How about 1,300 days minus nine? How many days? How, what were you doing then? It's not, but it's not 1,300 days, Bubba. That's a base value, and we've already seen that that number has been reduced by 900 but, days. But, but there's no guarantee. There's, there's no guarantee. I thought it was. I thought it was three years and 200 days. Maybe I uh, heard yes, that incorrectly. Yeah, three years. Yeah, it was 1,300 days. Bigs got it down to 220. 220. Right. So right. So so, but there's no guarantee that. It, I mean, that's big being smart and doing the research to reduce. The absurdity of I'm going to effectively reduce nine days off of a base value of 1,300 days. See, I don't look at ridiculous. it that way. I, I mean, well, I well even even nine days off of 200 plus days. Exactly. If you get to those, if you get to those levels, it's not very meaningful. I don't I, even want to. Yes. And it, it may be it may be the fact so, that compounded, it is meaningful. Well, but, but let's let's monetize it. And if it doesn't and, feel and, meaningful in the moment, then it's not a great experience. Right. And this and, is and that is the issue. But oh well. Yeah. You're you're right, Ripper. And and this is the issue, right? We didn't everyone was afraid 
that the temporary buffs were going to dis disbalance um, unbalance the game. You're using a temporary buff. Your your auger's gonna blow up my tribune, right? That was the fear. <laughs> that was the of, fear. That was the fear, right? Okay, so I get it. You want to have a tight control on the ship boosts and the damage boosts or damage reduction boosts or whatever combat related thing you did. Why in the world would there need to be such tight control over a research boost or a or a ship speed up or uh, I'm not ship speed up, but let me, a, a let me flip it around. Up. Let me flip it around on you, Bubba. Okay. And, and and by the way, I I am singling you out because I've got the That's utmost fine. respect. Okay, I, I, I know you and I can debate, and and it's okay. So so please don't don't think I'm I'm picking on your position. Uh, I think your position is is extremely valued and needs to be heard. You are not alone, Bubba. You are not alone. I, I receive messages all day, every day. Uh, I'm not using the exocomps. The exocomps suck. I, I get that. Okay, so I, I, you're not alone. You are not alone. And and so by by having this conversation with you, I hope to reach somebody. Okay. When was the last time, Bubba, that you let a research or a building? Play out naturally. Oh, well, that's not fair. Every that's day. totally fair, Bubba, because that's the point. That's the point Every that day. I'm making. That's the I'm, point I'm that working. I'm making because I want to bring this into real world, real world application for you. I agree. I think, Bubba, it's not the, the issue of the exocomps as much as the base values are effing ridiculous, right? Okay, I can agree with you on that. Anything that's got a base value of three years is insanity, okay? Because okay, you're but, right. Three but, years from now, <laughs> is the game even going to be here? Okay, I get that. So, but real-world application, what does this exocomp do for you today? It just saved big country 2,700 latinum with a free click. No right, time, but, no grind, so, no mining. DJ again. The reason I'm saying, just the reason I'm saying that's not fair, is that you know I'm in a position that a 48 or a 49 is not in because I have an entirely fresh new set of level one generators to upgrade once a day for my daily. So I have buildings all the time that I just let finish naturally, right? If I was actually having to do a level 50 building or a new research that I have access to. Uh, there's no way I could let it finish. It's impossible to let it finish. All right, then let me let so, me let me transition the question. If if this is not applicable to you, then I can respect that. Karkin, you are a are a very light spend player. You probably let things play out naturally a little bit more often than not. But Karkin, have you let's let's just say in the last seven days, have you sped up a research or a building to completion? Yes or no? Well, as of today with the auction, I do plan to get Georgia another tier, so I have been speeding up some today. So you're going to do the same? I don't like to do anything between auctions. Between auctions, I'll slow build stuff to gain up the speed-ups. Okay. And uh, the researches and builds that don't have resources. So wait a second. You mean to tell me that that speed-ups are important to you, Karkin? Yes. So, yeah. It would okay. be useful to me. As long, like, <laughs> mine is on a much smaller ratio. Like, I'm not getting 2,700 out of us, you know. No, you wouldn't. As a matter of fact, we, we figured out earlier that the equation for you is probably in the neighborhood of, of 300 latinum or less. Probably. Okay. But Very likely. you're free to play. 
do, do you do you mind Latin? Do, do you cherish your Latinum? Yes, I use it. Okay, David. And and again, I'm talking nickels and dimes here, folks. Okay. If Karkin, Karkin, you're going to do how many? If if I just and I know this is probably unfair, especially since we're in the auction. So don't answer if you don't want. But how many buildings or researches? do you expect or let me let me rephrase how many buildings or researches are you prepared to do during this auction ballpark well, three five well, ten all of them if i need to <laughs> <laughs> my point is if you save 24 hours worth of speed ups on every single one you as a light spending player value and cherish those speed ups so if you can make the speed ups last longer why wouldn't you? If it's a free-to-play mechanic. Ratio, I'm more likely to save up the ones I can and use them at a higher level. Seems to be my... So let me, let me ask you, Karkin. Using the, as maybe a level, the research ones because they do have a higher um, time frame on them than the builds. So let me ask but, you this. You're, you're, you're low spend, you're level 32. Exocomps in this particular form not giving you as much latinum or speed-up saving because your buildings are cheaper. But it's a free-to-play mechanic. Are and I'm you not using those big them? ones like you are? Like are my you? Biggest, oh yeah, I've been mostly the warp and mining and experience ones for the galaxy. You know, um, the building because I've only been doing my build-ups and research during events, auctions, and stuff. That's the time that I'd definitely use my exocomps. Bubba, let me get, uh, get every advantage and you yes, can. And that's, and that's everything. The point. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, that's I mean, the I, saving I, is still a saving. Uh, thank you, Stephen Zarin. Let me ask you, Stephen Zarin. Let me ask you a question. When you start a project, do you instantly speed it up, or do you wait for your fifteen or sixteen helps? Um, I will try to wait for my helps, but if I'm in the middle of something and I don't have enough players, and I'm doing my helps, I'll still just speed it up anyway. A lot of the small exocomps, the ones that are like insignificant, we got to remember. Like this is what what level was this supposed to start at? The same level as you acquire a Taurus? Yeah. Just throwing so, that out there. Like, all of these, uh, yeah, we would I mean, have been done and gone with these by the time we hit 20, you know. But that, using, that, if we had... that, that still brings an, an issue because the, essentially, the higher you go in level, the less meaningful new features become, oftentimes. Well, that, that is obviously a, a core issue. That does speak but, to, though, that but, you and, and could but take... Like, so, if uh, you ask anyone above... Op- 46 if if they so unless they tell you they buy packs to get latinum and or speed ups only then they have meaning if you don't do that then the building speed up exocoms are absolutely irrelevant to anyone see in, I, in that I, level range i guess i'm a, I, I'm a I different... personally have never bought a pack for just to get latinum or speed ups or the latinum for to buy speed ups but i mean i only only bought packs so i get resources to upgrade my buildings that's fine that always leaves me with enough latinum so i can just dump all the shit in speed ups do you feel uh to me they're useless completely irrelevant so you you don't care about latinum you got more than enough latinum to do anything you want you you don't watch the count at all no okay no then then you're you're not in the in the audience that I'm talking to at this moment because if, if you're a player if you're a player that doesn't have unlimited latinum I can't see how you wouldn't actually 
I don't have unlimited, but I, I never so, had the situation where I didn't have enough. I mean, here's the thing. I've got like I've got like three hundred thousand latinum, and still every single day I'm careful in how I use it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm OCD about it. You know, but I, I don't know. I have, no, have one point two million. Yeah, so I'm, you know, I'm um, always struggling with speed ups and and lat and lat and trying to utilize it in the best way. Like, heck, like using your build example, my ops. 40 build at the moment was 136 or 139 days i was using the build speed up and i was like oh i wonder how long it'll be it, it drops it down to about 118 days so it was like nearly what an 18 day drop just from using a 25 percent speed up build speed up i That's am a lot of i am wildly in the minority here captain planet says to be honest dj it's just like the damage it's there it's barely noticeable i'll use them but I'm not counting my savings. Raxnar says the benefit is small. I'll use them if I have them. I'm not going out of my way to get them. Raxnar, let me let so, me ask you to that point. All right, what do you have to do to get them? Like what? How? What can function DJ, exists that, that you're going out of your way to get that, them? That's that's beside the point. So if you have a feature that people don't feel like has meaning to them, then that's a problem. Regardless if it helps or not, if they don't see the value in it by playing and using that feature then there's an issue with the feature that's just a game design fact there's no like it doesn't matter if it, if it actually helps or not if the perception is it's it's irrelevant to me then it's a bad feature and design wise for the player sure, experience. Yeah. in addition to oh go ahead uh, I was gonna say, the exocomps you know they just came out you know they they introduced a bunch of exocomps a lot of us didn't like some of them, a lot of us like a lot of them, uh, but at the same time, you have to remember this is the first time the feature has been available. You know, there's still time ahead where they could add more exocomps, they could do all sorts of stuff with this mechanic. Well, don't don't forget too. All right, and and uh, so, shout out real quick, and we're going to move on, Bubba. But uh, shout out very quickly to the Overlord who is listening right now, who sent me the message a moment ago. And said, uh, and and I'm going to refer him back to the episode we did just a couple of weeks ago, Bubba, where we talked about some of the exocomps that we want to see iterated in the future. And I, sir, uh, sir, I will get you that list. I, I appreciate you reaching out because I didn't send you that list. I sent it to somebody else. Uh, I will get you that list because we did. We had we had a list of kind of our wish list, and I'm not going to repeat it today. Um, but some of the exocomps that we would like to see, and the general consensus was uh, a little bit more laser-focused or a little bit more emphatic, but on specific items. For example, uh, act or uh, 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 inert nanoprobe hunting, um, frequency modulator Mark IIs, right, Bubba? What was a, a couple Reputation. of others? Reputation and loot gains. Um there was one based around combat, which is using the Jayla mechanic for the Franklin A, which is to increase shots by one, um, you know, like maybe for G3 ships, you know, because the G4 ships, that would actually, as Bubba had, had indicated, that wouldn't be as pronounced for a G4 ship because they've got multiple ship firing patterns. But with the G3 ships, it's pretty much just one shot, one weapon. So uh, to have an exocomp, you know, would probably certainly probably be rare, wouldn't you think, Bubba? Three star rare, where you increase the shot uh, by one, yeah. just like just like uh, uh, Empress Giorgio does, or just like Jayla does. And and our wish list was specifically related to mechanics and research 
in the game that we know work today like Jayla, like Emperor Giorgio. We know those mechanics work, so, so incorporating those into exocomps seems like it should be, uh, should be possible. Uh, cargo size, for example, um, and extremely, you know, maybe cargo size. See, that was one that I have a hard time getting behind. I know, I know some people have asked about it, but, you know, ramping up your cargo to 20 million while you're doing a raid, it's just, I just don't see that. I being wanted a ship ability one, I don't, but there's no research tied to no, anything like that. We, 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 had this, we had this topic multiple times. You I know, do I don't like it's, it. It's impossible. You cannot, you cannot add something that adds 20 million cargo to your ship. I know. That is just not I know. happening. I said that. On. I don't like that one. But, but, you know, maybe we could do something specific. How about, how about an exocomp? Bubba Joe, my man. How about an exocomp to increase cargo, protected cargo, on the Meridian? I mean, there's unlimited sure. potential. Unlimited potential. All right? With, with exocomps. So, uh, let's wrap up. Bubba, go ahead and give your closing point on exocomps, and then we'll make our way through the panel because we got a lot more to get to. I, I understand. And so, you know, exocomps are one of the things that I've harped on the Meridian a lot was that it was not thematic, right? So the exocomps, absolutely thematic. Do I see the potential at some point in the future that the exocomps could be relevant? Yes. My biggest problem, and, and, and furthermore, getting exocomps in the, in, the, in the daily missions that we were being given so that you can try these ones out long before you got your building up to the correct level, A, a plus do keep doing these sorts of things to allow people to see the features before they've maxed them out so they can try it out they can give it a test drive that will help people want to continue to grow the problem is is that the design of the exocomps that were released is vastly flawed either they were designed for one specific group of ops players and and completely ignored the others or they thought they were relevant and don't know how to do the math that is in their game or it just the, the, the none of the math works out. Either focused on one group, ignoring others, or they the math you know they think the math is relevant and it's not. And that's the problem I have with the exocomps. There are things to like about the exocomps, but there's just the the way it applied in this arc specifically was bad. Real 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 fast, and then I'm going to make my way through the rest of the panel. Let's take build speed. All right, let's take build speed. What do you feel? is an appropriate percentage to base. What exocomp would you have wanted to see? To Ripper's point, if the player base doesn't feel value, I mean, and, and again, I'm a, different, I'm a different beast, okay? I really am. Mathematically, I can see value. Mathematically, every time I use an exocomp, uh, like, for example, a building speed one, it's saving me tens of thousands of latinum, all right? And for a player who counts latinum, uh, that is that's worthwhile to me all right um and and I, and I stand by my advice whether you believe in them or not before you build a building activate a building speed exocomp okay just just, just do it they're free you're getting them every single day why would you let them bank up it, it, it's just like a, it's no different than going in and looking at a research bubba and, and like building speed efficiency, and you've got three levels that you can do on it, and you just and you decide not to. You ignore it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let me ask you, Baba, is your building speed efficiency research maxed out? Well, I evidently found out that it wasn't because my build on my vault is a little bit longer than uh, big countries, so now i got to go figure <laughs> out where I'm missing something. Um, but Sorry, Rogue. <laughs> it could be. It could be Rogue. Um, yeah, so, uh, but... 
So but my point is you, you would you would your, do that research. Question, you you would do that research. Question. I would. Let me answer your question, DJ. I want it to be noticeable, right? It ha it you know, if my build time is two hundred days and it dropped it by nine, that's not noticeable. Move that first digit, right? It doesn't have to drop it from two hundred and ninety to one hundred and fifty. We're not talking about a fifty percent reduction, although that would be great. Make it so that I can see it in multiple digits. If we're talking about uh, you know, a two hundred day build, it's gotta it has to be like 20% like it just it has to be something where I go oh that that number is vastly different than the one before kind of like the damage we were talking about it has to be relevant in that sort of scale because if it's not then it's like oh well I did it and I didn't really notice the difference okay um all right very good I uh let's let's move around the panel uh big country real quick I know I, I wasn't fair I didn't give you a, enough time to talk about him what what are your okay. general thoughts let, let me give you a couple of minutes General thoughts on the exocomps, uh, and then we gotta we gotta move forward and take our first break. I, I just, yeah. I, I kind of. No, I, like, I mean, I like the concept. You know, it, it's a great addition to the game. I like the fact that they're free. You know, um, listen, does it? Do I necessarily feel like it's a great thing for me? No, but you know what? Not everything in the game is gonna be for me. I understand that, and I think for each ops level, it's gonna have a different feel. And that's cool. You know, it's it's more options to the game. And, you know, I, I saw somebody in the chat say that it's tedious, you know. Um, and I kind of disagree. I feel like you don't really do a lot of extra work. It's a couple extra clicks, but it's not like it's something that's going to be, like, I don't find it to be tedious. I feel like it's easy. It's free. It adds something to everybody's game. Am I upset that it doesn't, like I said, not everything is going to affect me the same way. So I, I don't don't have any issues. Sure. I would like things to be, you know, better for me. And I'd like to see a bigger impact. You know, that would be cool, you know, to like Bubba said, where it's real noticeable. But I like the mechanic. I think it was a great addition. I like the idea, the fact that they introduced something that doesn't take a lot out of time and it's free and free for everybody so that you know hey cool thank you big i i want to wrap up with this which is that i promised you guys uh i pledged i was going to go through this this entire feature completely free to play scopely made a promise scopely made a promise that everybody would have the opportunity not only to use a single exocomp daily but that they would be able to pull one exocomp daily between the number of axionic chips that they gave in the battle pass on top of the away team's assignments which people were sourcing hundreds if not thousands of axionic chips um i am super pleased to be able to report that scopely absolutely 100 percent kept their word on that as a matter of fact some players have banked huge numbers this is the number of axionic chips that i just put in the chat room that is the number of axionic chips currently in my inventory six thousand six hundred and seventy two now i have pulled no premiums i pulled zero premium pulls because i again wanted to walk through i probably will now the arc is over i've fulfilled my pledge to the community i ensured that scopely and fulfilled their pledge 
uh, I'm probably because I am a believer. <laughs> I like. I am probably gonna gonna invest a little bit more time now. I'll probably spend some of these axionic chips. I'm probably gonna try my hand at some of the four stars. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna work on those servos and do multiple pack pulls. All right, but I'm here to tell you, free to play, and there is probably a plus or minus maybe two levels here. All right, because because of my ops level. I did, in fact, earn more servos than an Ops 32, Karkin, okay? So you might be a level or two behind me. But you know what, Karkin, let me ask you. Free to play. I know you did not buy servos. What is your, your Axocomp factory level right here today? Well, I've actually been slow playing that because it didn't uh, – I've been just gaining – because it didn't require much to get. I could get it efficiently each day if I need to. You know, so I've – I potentially am much lower than what I could have been if I pushed it, but I, I'm sitting on a whole crap load of the stuff to upgrade it. So I'm not right now. I'm at like what? 20, 21. You're at 21 and you didn't rush it at all. I'm, I'm satisfied with that. I'm satisfied with that as a free to play. And I did push it quickly. I hit factory level 28. And, and when I say push it quickly, I sped up the building I pushed a build if I had the servos. Okay, that's that's what I'm referring to. Karkin must be sitting on a pile of servos, as he said. Every single time I had the number of servos to push to the next level, I did. All right? And I hit level 28. I hit level 28. So <clears throat> that, to me, so- is, is promise fulfilled. Okay, that that get that, and I did not have any problem getting my axionic chips every single day. Go ahead, Bubba. So, not something that a lot, a lot of people may know because there's probably not a lot of people that took the building to Fort. I mean, there's probably some whales that did, but you know, they they don't tend to talk about it. Something that Scopely did that I also want to applaud is they took the okay, you've got all these XX servers. Once your building hits 40, in your refinery tab at the end, you can turn excess servos into chips. And it's not a one-to-one ratio, but you have the ability to get more chips from the servos that you no longer need or won't need for a while. So that's a nice feature to, to be there to allow people to get more XCOMs. In this case, they're not exceptionally relevant, but it was a good feature of thinking ahead of there are going to be people that have XX servers, XS servos. Here's something you can do with them. Okay, cool. I like that. I do like that. Um, I didn't actually know that, but that's cool. Once So once you cap it, uh, your servos are not wasting space in your inventory. They can be converted into something useful. Okay, good. Very, very good. Um, how about this? Stevens, Aaron, I'm going to give you the final word on exocomps before we take our first break, and then we'll move forward because we still have event payouts to get to. We've got the actual events themselves, officer sourcing, and then what could potentially come in the future. Uh, Stevens, Aaron, before you give your commentary, Gregor, was tied up with with work today, uh, but he did write up a report, and I'm going to give it to you very because he was he was very concise. Um, consumables were for me uh, maybe much better in the future. Overall, I'm going to give it uh, give it a C. All right, exocomps. He he broke. I guess he gave each category a letter grade, Bubba. Um, so he said consumables were for me. Uh, maybe good, definitely hoping for a stronger future effect is what he, uh, he did there. Stevens, Aaron, you've got the final word before we take our first break. Go ahead. 
Stevens Aaron, you with us? You may be at work. All right, in that case, uh, we will take our first break. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here. We've got hundreds of people here, including players, community members, and Scopely staffers alike. Thank you guys all so very much for gracing the stage of Talking Trek Live today. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, and we will return in one moment. Don't go anywhere. we still got a ton to come. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Not-So-Secret Deodorant, the antiperspirant that fights odor and leaves yellow rings in the armpits of your blouses. It's the reality show that fits in the palm of your hand. Introducing MTV's The Real Phone. Check out this picture of my dinner. The true story of H strangers who come together under one roof to stare at their phones. Stephanie was on the couch last night when I came down to get a snack. I know because I sat on her cat while I was reading Twitter. A reality show that always delivers. I think that's my Amazon package, but it could be the food I ordered on Seamless. MTV's The Real Phone, now playing on couches everywhere and coming soon to a distracted conversation near you. You want to watch a movie? I'm sorry, were you talking to me? I was making a TikTok. We take you now to President Biden's press conference about to begin. Ladies and gentlemen. Mr. President, why did you wait 20 years to get out of Afghanistan? And why aren't you using bigger planes for evacuation? What did you know, and when did you know it? Yeah. Is someone who stutters be allowed to have the nuclear Have you personally uh, tried ivermectin? And if not, why not? You know, the rapidly rising uh, um, uh, in with... Uh, with, uh, I don't know. Uh, there you have it. President Biden once again refusing to directly answer questions. And now back to the station. making fun of my 90s music, huh? Yeah. (laughs) This was a jam. I actually own this album still to this day. I've got it on CD. Great album. Welcome in, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. Come on, DJ. Welcome in, everybody. <laughs> oh, come on. Who's not head bopping right now? Uh, thank you. 
<laughs> DJ says, not saying I don't also own this album. I just wouldn't admit it. Oh, what a great, great uh, album this was. Yeah, man, Rhythm Nation. Yeah, man, That whole album was great. There's so many good tracks. Maybe I'll play another one. I might play another one, Bubba Joe. Like, that's a fantastic album. Can't believe you guys are giving me grief. You guys are giving me grief on all my music today. Come on, Spice Girls. <laughs> Janet Jackson. You did play David Hasselhoff. Uh, David Hasselhoff? Come on, David Hasselhoff, man. It's good music today. Um, yeah, come on. Jeez, you guys are killing me. All right, welcome in, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome back to the stage of Talking Track, where today we're issuing our final grades on TNG Arc 4. We spent a lot of time on Exocomps, and d- deservedly so. It was the feature. Not uh, from what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing, not a lot of people really feeling the value. Even Ripper mathematically confirming that, sure, they have a value. They may even have a decent value. But if perception, I've said this a gazillion times, perception is reality. If the perception is that they are not giving enough, if the perception is that they are meh, if the perception is that they are not worth it, then is it actually a solid feature? Ripper, to your, to your point, it's not that they're not working. It's not that they're not even giving, in some cases, what may be a substantial or not substantial amount. But you're feeling, you're, you're absorbing the social aspect of this even more so than I am. You're saying if the community at large doesn't feel it, then it's actually, from a design standpoint, it is a failure. Right, Ripper? Ripper! <laughs> Where'd you go? I also didn't like the oh, yeah. event at the beginning that was based on RNG. Uh, okay. A to K right there, but all right. Uh, Karkin, what are, you, what are you referring to? Let's talk about events then. You said well, the was- event at the beginning for the Exocomp building that was based on the RNG. You had to get the, the 16 over the 10. To um, be able to. Yeah. There's, yeah, I remember that. You know, and there's. Based on that, yeah, we blocked that out. I remember there's a few things coming back to me when I started thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, we've had that before. I'd take you back to Borg Tribbles, April, yeah. a- April Fools. Uh, not this past year, not 20, but, uh, or not 21, but I think it was April, April well, that... Fools of 2020. There was an RNG event that if you didn't get, a, if you didn't get the luck on that very first pull, then you were out. So, uh, yeah, no, I get that. I get that. Um, okay, let's talk about events, all right? Big country. Big country, we had a full slate of events. As a matter of fact, my calendar is up, courtesy of Super Jesse. Thank you so very much, by the way, for, for the calendar. Uh, you know, let me start with the calendar, big country, real quick. I'm going to read Gregor's point because, to me, this was a very loud sentiment, and I agree 1,000%. The calendar this month felt too fluid defeating the entire purpose of even having a calendar. Uh, this was uh, this was actually a, a red mark for me, says Gregor. I don't disagree. You know, the first week or so was actually not, was not bad. Like, it was relatively fixed big. But pretty much starting on Monday the 9th. Yeah, Monday the 9th, I don't think we had a single remaining day of the entire arc that actually was as scheduled from day one. Uh, Big Country, let's talk about the events, not only in their content, but also in their flow. Uh, Tell me a little bit about uh, what what you felt there regarding events uh, and even rewards, if you want to dive into that. Go ahead, Big Country. Uh No, man. You know, 
you know, if you, when we first talked, I said, hey, look, one of the things I want, I'm going to say up front to be fair is that I am going to talk a little bit, or not talk, I'm not going to talk a lot, but I was, in my grading, I'm considering, like, I'm adding the gameplay mechanic, you know, to, you know, to the grade of the arc, you know, from from this month and, and going forward. And that's, to me, that's part of the ex- overall experience. And, you know, when the calendar, you know, doesn't come out right and there's events that, um, you know, d- you know, it doesn't go as as it's supposed to be flowed. Like, you know, listen, that's, uh, you know, that, you know, to me, that kind of knocks it a little bit, you, you know. And, you know, with the, with the events, I thought the payouts, all the leaderboards had uh, bigger bracketing than they, they had the previous months, um, you know, where they had kind of, I, I like the idea of, you know, having more brackets so that more of the community get awards. Plus, to me, it makes the event fair when it comes to scoring because you're scoring with people that you're in the same group with. So it's hard to compete and for a variety, both good and bad. You know, when when 41s are mixed with 50s, you know, oftentimes, and I'm not going to say 100, but oftentimes the event, the scoring is like not the same. And it's, it's, it can be, you know, not fair in one way or the other, whether ships cost more. So you score a lot more points, but also for 50s, like I, I have no buildings to upgrade that require mats. So that literally takes out half of the possibility that I can score points from. I can't score points from buildings where other levels can't, you know. So, like I say, it's both ways. So, um, you know, when they have the more open scoring, like I don't – I'm not a fan of that. I think I like the fact that they did it. You know, they were, you know, putting the brackets closer, and they did for previous arcs, but then this arc – the bracketing was kind of opened back up again. And to me, that kind of, you know, that was not a good thing. And then the same with the rewards. And I say this over and over again. And I know you kind of criticized what I had to say, yes, you know, on Sunday with, you know, I'm not going to Scopely and telling them that you you feel like three times the rewards is, you know, but what I'm like, and I mean no disrespect when I say this, but what if I – if my alliance is able to win an alliance event and then I'm able to compete in solo and, and score high and win solo events, and I'm able to do that because I put myself in that position by building an alliance, by, you know, str- using strategy a certain way, I'm able to do that and then I'm rewarded with six out you know basically i'm rewarded with one epic shard more than somebody else to me no that's that is not you know that is not you know fair you know and i'm not saying i'm not being fair as i'm just saying like to me like when when that when that's the difference like i'm like like the reward should be better than that you know and i don't want to get into the whole payouts and the sourcing of all for and all that stuff, but especially when these things are, like, so hard to come by, it's kind of like, you know, so for me, it was all kind of, you know, 
So that that's kind of like how I felt about it. Okay, very uh, very fair. Appreciate the appreciate the review there. Um, one thing that that I want to hone in on that you had mentioned was the fact that uh, rewards you feel that rewards uh, specifically regarding like say an alliance leaderboard should be significantly different than than what they would be further down the board right and and to some extent i don't disagree with you especially if it's grindy uh if it requires a ton of a ton of effort a ton of time like you know let's look at for example mining monday i mean that's just dismal i agree it's terrible it needs an overhaul it's it's it might even be borderline pathetic i mean it's just bad all right but also to compete in that event big we got to have people out mining for 24 hours, right? The the only argument that I'd have and I'm and it, just like I did with Bubba a little bit ago, just like I did with Bubba a little bit ago, I'm not isolating your point. Let me healthily debate you on this point. If an event requires very little as far as uh, on a milestone or time spent cuz I mean, here's the thing, we talked about how boring it was. Our own alliance chat was very empty or people were doing other things or or they were running other armadas or they were raiding or whatever i mean we we didn't spend a lot of time on that event and and to famously quote you you have talked loudly about event rewards being commiserate to their payout which which is the only reason why i disagreed with you in the first place because i didn't feel like the event listen i'm i'm not gonna say no rewards no raises, no promotions and, and rewards. I, obviously, I'll take whatever rewards I can get. But I also kind of do look at it in, in, with a, a degree of perspective as compared to other events. And that was the sole reason for my, for my, my toe-to-toe with you, so to speak, was that it, it wasn't engaging. We did not spend time. You know what I'm saying? Like, so obviously, I'd love to see more payout. And we did. I totally, I 1,000% did. I pitched higher payout, higher than I told you guys I was going to because I figure it's going to be like one of those ask for the moon or ask for the stars, you might get the moon kind of things. All right. so Always I, haggle high. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I did ask for more. I did. Um, that said, I, I guess I, I hear your point, but with regard to the Borg event, which was not a part of this arc, but with regard to the Borg event, it just wasn't engaging. Do you? Can you think of a specific example of an event this month that just left you really, really disappointed? Because I'm, I'm thinking we had a couple of, of Alliance milestones. Icarus Factor was one. Uh, let's see, Face of the Enemy, that was just solo milestone. So the big one I, I would have to assume was like the Icarus Factor. Ripper, I can't remember. Do you have, do we remember what, what the Alliance milestone paid out for Icarus Factor? I have no, no Big, idea. do you remember? Because that, that's the Alliance milestone that I presume you're talking about. We really didn't even have that many Alliance leaderboards. There was an Alliance leaderboard for Armadas the first week. They didn't even do an Alliance leaderboard the second week, according to my notes. And that was the only ALB of the month. That and Icarus Factor. So the one with the gold stars. What did the thing with the gold stars pay us, Big? 
Big country. Have I lost you guys? That one was, uh, I remember, I recall it at least had wharf shards. There's huzzah, wharf. Yeah. yeah, the alliance leaderboard was paired with an alliance milestone. And I don't remember what the what the rewards were. But that was the only ALB big. So I got to... Did Big disappear? He made his... Where'd he go? He, uh, he, he dropped. Yeah, he, 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 so he, uh, he dropped that one back. Big, I see you back. Can can you speak? No, we don't have Big. Hey. Yeah, he's just working great again. He's lighting up, but he's not. Uh, yeah, not coming you're through. lit up, but I don't see anything. So Big, try to try to do that and come back, because I want you to be able to 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 finish on your point there. Jesse, let me come to you. U.S. the server 36, level 49. You're in a very similar position to Big Country when it comes to expectations of rewards. Uh, and and what your alliance should be receiving for the effort that you're getting. Uh, what was your perspective on the events as they laid out and, and the rewards that were given this month? Honestly, the rewards were pretty good. Uh, it was – there was some weird stuff this month, that's for sure, because it there was one point – or one event that wasn't even Scopely's fault. It was the alliance's fault for not, you know, contributing. And <laughs> Oh man, that made me so so irked. Um, but um, what Which, was the it? server one? The server milestone? No, not the no the server milestone. That one was done within hours. Um, it was the I think it was Icarus Factor. Yeah, it it was the Icarus Factor AMS, and the first one we didn't we didn't even get. I mean, we got to the almost last uh, here, and then you know it was over. You know, that fourth day of events that they added on the second go-around uh, made all, all the difference. So in the, in the but first run, Jesse, in the first run, we had essentially oh. what was a rescue the crew. There was fighting hostiles in bonus systems uh, or PvP, which was day one. Day two was horrid, uh, upgrade your station, which was basically station power only. And unless... You discovered Ripper's mechanic of of burning exocomps. Use exocomps. Yeah, yeah, unless you unless you because I have missed Gaining, that. Yeah. I, I you missed can gain that. Exocomps or use exocomps. Yeah, I, I I missed out on that mechanic like hardcore. I did it. I I remember telling you guys I spent like ten billion steel that day. I was not happy with the day two <laughs> event. Uh, day, day three was swarm hostiles and armadas. So Jesse, are you telling me that your alliance struggled with with hitting those milestones? There's like four alliances, I think, that all have over a billion in strength and whatnot, and that were barely able to finish it. Really? I find that odd. That, I mean, that seems wrong. Yeah, the, the... Uh, it, it was the it was the first the first go around where they only had events for three days. Uh, you know where you could score points. Um, but yeah, well, also on top of that, we do have like a server war going on. So it's like, me. So, you know, I had great issue with them changing the time frame. JD seven. I had a lot this of plans out. set up around that. JD seven points, uh, sent me this for an ops 30, which is actually great. Uh, Stevens Aaron or, or one of the moderators, if you'll grab that and throw it in the graphics room, obviously uh, label it. This is the Icarus AMS and ALB 
rewards as it presented to an Ops 30. Maybe, guys, the reason that we felt lackluster about that is because it was all arc pertinent rewards, Bubba. Now, 10 minutes ago, you praised that because all five of these milestones contained exocomps. However, there were no materials, no resources, and, uh, and nothing other than exocomps or exocomp-related materials. The ALB contained axionic chips, uh, did have some alliance credits, and then a frame and a couple of wharf shards. But there were no resources, no materials, no latinum. All right, now, a few moments ago, Bubba praised that saying that it was great to get some of these in the hands of the community early without making them grind it out and use it. It was almost like a test drive. Um, is this a model that, that the community at large did not like? Well, so let me, if I, if I can, uh, it, it was excellent that they were added to event rewards so that you could test drive is a great, great term, test drive these new features. Pulling the materials, pulling the resources, pulling any other sort of additional pieces to that, that is never going to go over well with the community because the community wants these things. Because, because again, like you were saying, well, XCOMs reduce your time. Yes, but they didn't help you get the dilithium or the steel or the ore or anything else to do it. It just, you know, it may help reduce your time. And especially free to play, but even low spend players or just players in general are depending on those steady influx of resources and materials to be able to continue their progress, whether that's continue their progress in ops or continue their progress to their ships or whatever that progress is. And exocomps can't do that. They might make it a little bit easier, but they don't actually advance. So while it was very, very good that they added the exocomps to the rewards, it was not good and I'm guessing not very well received that they took the resources and materials away. Yeah, that's that's what I'm reading out of the chat here is because it was only exocomps, people were not were not real thrilled with that. Um now I am seeing that a lot of alliances this blows my mind. A lot of alliances did not finish or you had to push to participate. Because Ripper, didn't we do the math on that? It only required like what was it, forty five active players to do their SMSs? On, on both days. And then there was uh, there was uh, leeway if you if you did get somebody in the top 25. I'm pretty sure, guys, this was from an SMS standpoint. Now, again, day two being miserable. Maybe players did struggle with that. But I'm pretty sure that the break-even formula was like 45 players. 45 players or, or, or something like that, maybe 40 to complete their SMSs and your AL and your AMS was done. So I'm really kind of so, surprised that players had trouble with that. Well, so DJ though, how many players are in your alliance right now? 75, 80, 81. Uh, we've got okay. like 86, I think, but, but we're not, okay, we're not so, normal. All right. We're not no, normal, no, but right. So let's say it's 70. Let's say you're, you know, cause my alliance I think can go to 77 and we're sitting like 72 right now. Um, so 45 of that, that's only 60% of your alliance. If your alliance is 50, that means you needed 90% of your alliance to participate in all three days to be able to complete the AMS. And I think a 45 to 50-person alliance is kind of normal. Like, not all alliances are going to have spenders that help push your alliance level further along. 
So I think the flaw here is that the Alliance milestones should have been scaled somewhat, not completely, by your level so that it was an attainable goal for the Alliance. And then, of course, scaling the rewards as well. So that, you know, you needed 65% of participation if you had an 80-person alliance, and you still needed 65% participation if you have a 50-person alliance. Now, I do not believe that if you have a five-person alliance, you should be able to do it with three people doing it. Like, that's there has to be a limit, because I do know that everything that we've heard from the designers, from community managers, Scopely wants people to come in and build bigger alliances and be bigger alliances, and that's great. But I think that there has to be a... There has to be a look at that, right? Because not everyone is going to be in an 80-person alliance. There are sometimes 40-person, very healthy, uh, growing slowly alliances, and they are completely excluded from this because they couldn't possibly have gotten to it. And I think taking a closer look at that is warranted. Um, I uh, I think that's that's a valid point. And I'm trying to read through some of the chat here. As a matter of fact, Bernard has a great comment from Server 28. He says, only 21 of my alliance mates participated, regardless of pushing and prodding. I discussed it with several players one-on-one. They said they had no time to grind through, and the events were not fun enough to justify playing anyway. Now, I, again, this, this is actually shocking me a little bit, because day one was Rescue the Crew, a PvP event. The, the thing that the community claims they don't get enough of. All right, so day one was a PvP event. Or you could grind hostels, and by the way, it wasn't even that many. All right, I, I think if you, if you were fortunate enough to be able to do it in the open system, or the, uh, the bonus system, it, it was very, very few. But even if you had to grind it out. Now, it was a, I do know it was more of a grind, because these were the ones where you had to heal the, kill the worms, the worm hostels. And I know players struggle against those, especially at like that level 37 mark. They get really, really, really hard. Um, and we, and we have fed back on that, you know, just as far as the obtainability of that SMS. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that was a rescue the crew event. That's never been a problem before that I'm aware. Like that's, that's not one that we typically complain about folks. Day one well, was rescue the crew. Now again, day two, I've bitched about that. Plenty, plenty, plenty. Day two, bad. <laughs> unless you saw rippers, unless you found rippers, you know, way to do it which was using the exocomps. Why is this my way? I mean, this was an obvious thing to do. <laughs> you, you taught us. It was a little harder to do the exocomps. You taught us. I yeah. didn't have enough. Well, especially on the first run. I'm with Karkin. I didn't have enough chips to do it on the first run. I had to get some away team's assignments before I had enough chips to, to do a premium-style pull. So I don't even know. I only made the third tier on that day. I had to make up Wait, all my points. Why did you do the premium? Stuff other two events why did you do the premium polls those, those were not i what, needed enough exocomps and earning one exo don't forget ripper i did not have the three bundles a day i was doing it free to play i was only at like level 10 or 12 that day so i only got one two-star bundle now for those of you who had made it to level 25 you got three bundles you could literally buy three exocomps a day and burn them if you wanted for a lot of players a lot of players on that first one who did not pay for servos, then they were limited to one two-star pull, Ripper. So if, I mean, obviously the two-star pulls were giving significantly lesser points than the three-star pulls. So the reason I said I couldn't have even done a premium, even on the second round of this event, I was going, I, I 
saved enough Axionic chips to do a premium pull in the hopes that I would get a three-star for the extra points. But for a lot of players, myself included, we were dealing still with two-star exocomps, which gave far fewer points, all right? So, again, day two being really, really hard. But then day three, day three, defeat Swarm Hostiles and Armadas? Guys, that's, that's like doing your damn daily. How are we... How are we complaining that they were boring and too difficult when one of them's a PvP event that we supposedly love and want all the time, and the second one is a freaking daily. You're there was a swarm, swarm one da- in there, too. You're swarm yeah. daily. You swarm kill more swarm in your daily than this event actually required. And it kind of blows my mind. A little bit. But, okay. All right. Uh, Bernard, in reference to the Rescue the Crew event. Now, you know what? That's legit. Thank you, Bernard. He says, listen, uh, the biggest part of our problem was that the 36 to 41 are in the same system. And we have yelled and yelled about that. We have. By the way, Bernard, the solo milestones were not twice as hard as the previous month. As a matter of fact, they were exact. That's its its perspective. They actually were the exact same milestone, but you did actually only have one day to do it instead of two. That was what a lot of people complained about, and maybe rightfully so, is that Rescue the Crew is typically a two day event. The milestones for this event were the same as the previous Rescue the Crew, but it iterated in a 24-hour event that was a difference that was a change and we did send that back up at the same time that we were complaining that all the rescue the crews all the time have always put the 36 in with the 41 and it's 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 crazy you know it's no good for a 36 the 36 is is defenseless he's relying on Biggs and his alliance to come protect him all right so that is, uh, you know, that's that's a tough one right there, and and we've said that you know all those brackets need to be need to be separated out. I guess the problem you run into though, Bubba, is like I mean, if you got a forty-two, if you put the 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 forty-six through fifty in in their own bracket, I think you even said this before. Nobody shows up, right? Nobody nobody comes yeah. to fight you. Correct. Big, do you get do you on fifteen? Do you get players that actually come in and PvP with you during rescue crew yeah. events? Yeah. Well, that's good. I know it doesn't exist everywhere. Well, um, I mean, it's you know you got fog and cow and Ingram and NCIC. So yeah, I mean it's there's you know not a lot of forty sixes coming in the system, you know, yeah. but there's a lot of the fifties and you know come in. Okay. All right, so so we got we got a problem with with Icarus, which was the which was pretty much the only ALB for the month. Oh, and big welcome back. You had talked about, yeah. and, and I want to wrap up on this on this comment because we got to take our final break. I got to wrap a little early today because I got to go get Oliver from daycare. Um, the ALB for the Icarus event was was all that we had as far as an ALB. Now, what we had just mentioned a minute ago is that they didn't pay out traditional materials. It was entirely feature related all exocomps um was there anything else that you felt that that wasn't fair or or wasn't balanced properly i shouldn't say not fair wasn't balanced properly with well, the, like the lines because that was the only alb that i can that i can see 
And and regarding regarding the uh the payouts I'm looking here. Yeah. That's right. This was the month that ticketed events actually got a bump, right? Bubba? Didn't that happen this month? That did happen this month. Ticketed Correct. events got a bump this month. So how how are we justifying cuz I see this in chat. How are we justifying that rewards were worse when we 100% documented the ticketed events well, I, went up. So the ticketed events did go up, but the other events, the few events that we had that were giving materials and resources actually were worse this month. I tracked it as well. Some other people did as well. Um, I'm not sure why that is. And then, of course, there were the events where all we got were servos and exocomps, which wouldn't have had any resources at all. So it definitely went down uh, this month uh, well, with the exclusion of, of the materials. events going up. Yeah, oh, resources, resources and materials. materials. Okay. Yeah. Could that so. have could that have been a result of having a calendar that was less busy than July? Because I remember saying July was just jammed. I mean, July was the busiest event calendar that has ever existed in the game. Is it possible that that is why, or do we think that that the same styled events just paid less, Bubba? Like for example, the away teams SMS or uh, the recruiting TNG officers leaderboard. Like, did this stuff literally pay lesser than its exact counterpart in the month before? Or was it mainly the ARC-related items like Face of the Enemy and Icarus Factor and, and so forth and so on? Uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to take a pass on that. It felt like it was worse, but I don't take screenshots of the events to be able to go, yes, this actually was worse by X percent. Yeah, see, JD7 even pointing out that even in the Rialta event, it was not resources and materials, but again, back with the Alliance credits and then TNG recruit tokens, which, you know, that's, uh, we could actually even maybe talk about the TNG recruit tokens. I feel like those were massively underutilized, uh, I would I would say. For them to have created a currency and a bundle Felt like there were very few of those things sourced. Um, Stevens, Aaron, what was your reaction and your perception to the TNG recruit tokens? Because I, I felt like that was that was something that could have been much bigger than it was, and and just really underutilized by Scopely. Um, I, I can't even remember how many I got throughout throughout that month, but um, I I just I just ended up using whatever I got. I think I probably got about maybe like seven or eight hundred throughout the month overall, if I remember rightly. Um, but we, we often rank pretty highly in, in events, so we do we do tend to get a few more in alliance events and stuff like that. So if you took out the alliance leaderboard and the solo leaderboard, I think you didn't even, you barely got five hundred or four hundred. Yeah, um, uh, Pew was saying I think it was three hundred. I do think it might have been a little bit more than that because I saved mine till the end. I think I did a five hundred pull. But I don't know how much of that would have come from a leaderboard because, you know, again, I I didn't but, track that. Let me add, DJ, for the entire month, you got 500? I think. It might it right. might, it might and, have been. And do you think, and do you think that, you know, 21 days worth of events, 21 days worth of, and, and granted, you're getting higher because your alliance won some of those probably got better payouts in some oh no instances. i agree i just said i, I felt uh, like the recruit that, tokens were very and, and like underutilized. Said, that's another example where it's like 
I got one max pull for the entire month. I I, I just said I I think that yeah. those re, re, ultra or the uh, TNG recruit tokens were massively underutilized. I I agree with that. You know, especially since one chest gave what four officer shards. So so you've got five or six officers in the pool. You get four officer shards. So all month long, all month long, they gave you twenty officer shards. Now, granted, because of the way that they've introduced TNG, most of those were epic. All right, <laughs> but nonetheless, it it was very diluted. Yes. And listen, and look, just like you look at the faction, you know, the the faction hunt for the grant. It's not part of the arc, but this is same thing. Prime example: the faction hunt is three days. You're killing a lot of ships. It's, you know, it's to me, like if your alliance win the faction hunt, like that's a great team win. So you do it for three days, you rally the troops, you win the alliance event, and you get 300 ultra recruit tokens. You get two rare ore. I mean, that's, you know, I mean, that's just that, you know, that's where I think, like I said, the payouts are just, they're dismal. You well, know, I don't. I, I mean, big. I'm not disagreeing with you, and, and and we've been screaming about faction hunt for months. I mean, I, I even told you that when when Scopely asked me to rank the the staple or the repeated events as to what needs to be worked on first, faction hunt was was my number one. All right. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's kind of reinvigorated the conversation since we just had three more freaking days of it. All right. Uh, oh. as, as a matter of fact, let me let me read you a comment. Uh, that I had sent in. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, where is it? Because I, I was dying. I was dying inside. <laughs> hey, man, wanted to follow up on our call here uh, a couple of months ago. I know we had talked and, and we had kind of agreed that Faction Hunt could be a priority. Given that we have three days of it right now, the pain is excruciatingly real and has reminded me to follow up with you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I gave him, you know, we, talk, we talked a little bit. I said, just for reinforcement of facts, I'm at 350 hostels for the day and not done yet. And this is day three. I mean, how many of you guys killed a thousand red triangles here a couple days ago? All right. Now, arguably, rewards-wise, that event still, I, I know, I know, I don't understand why people like it. <laughs> it's got to be for the payout. I've, I've, I've changed my position, Bubba. I think 100% of the community hates Faction Hunt, but I think the reason they like it is the rewards. I think if you changed Faction Hunt to something else and the rewards were still there, they would love that too. I think if you made an event That's called... always called, been the point. I think if you, if you made an event called Scrubbing Your Toilet with a Toothbrush and it gave you those rewards, everybody would love Scrubbing Your Toilet with a Toothbrush. All right, like yes. that event is and, so and, bad. And every time, every time there was a vote, it all came down to faction hunt because if you looked at the rewards you got for the various events and compared them to faction hunt, it wasn't close. No one would ever want to do that yeah. other event when they could possibly get the rewards from faction hunt. Well, <clears throat> we did get more days of it, right? We got three days this month instead of two, so that was nice. Uh, and I, then, I, of course, I, you know what? Hey, let's let's give let's give Scopely a little bit of a prop. We say that they don't listen. We say that they don't listen. But didn't we get two days of faction hunt during the arc that were non-ticketed, which is what the community asked for? 
right? That happened. Didn't it happen, Jesse? I'm looking on your calendar. Non-ticketed faction hunt appeared two days with all three factions on both days for a total of six events non-ticketed that showed up this month. So just, you know, mathematically speaking, six events, the same that showed up the month before. I I digress. (laughs) I'll I'll put my man of the people hat on and say, good job, Scopely, on that, even though I personally hated it. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm with you. Faction Hmm. hunt takes me about 10 minutes per each faction. I mean, it's It's, really one of the easiest ones. It's You know what? It doesn't take a ton of time, Jesse. I get that. Like I told you earlier, I did all three faction hunts. I made sure, dedicated one hour, activated the exocomp, and I got done. I did all three factions inside one hour. But, but man, you know, there's something about it. Bubba Joe, I don't know what it is. There's something about it that makes that event miserable. I mean, 350 hostels in an hour, Jesse. That's what I had to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, I used the same way. Yeah, it's because you keep telling yourself. Because of what? Because you keep telling yourself. It's because you keep telling yourself. No, it's bad. It's the what? It's It's so much. You know what? Maztec is right. Maybe it's because I'm bored. Maybe it's because I'm bored. Maybe it's because you weren't playing the modded PC version with the banners turned off. Oh, but I was, sir. I so, for it's just like certainly what I was. Perception is reality. <laughs> perception is reality. Your perception is, is bad, so in reality it's bad, even though it may not be. Uh, <laughs> you know what? We're 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 perceiving bad on the exocomps. We've been perceiving bad on faction hunt for a long time. Let's get that fixed. All right. Uh, listen, uh, we got to get ready to wrap up. One more point uh, that I want to get to uh, very quickly. Uh, oh, Bubba had to bounce. Okay. Oh, he sent me a PM. I knew he had to go. Big, uh, was there something else on your list? I think you told me there was one more thing, right? That you had on your on your list that we wanted to get to. Big country. Um, All right, he's done. Quick. Oh, there's no. Big. I'm sorry. You're done. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was it. Okay, Jesse, gonna, what do you got? I was gonna say, I, I, whatever they did with uh, Troy and sourcing Troy shards. I, I, it felt better than it did in the previous arcs. You know, Troy. You yeah, Troy was good. I, my personal feeling on it wasn't maybe quite as good as Riker, but it was definitely up there. I finished the month with seventy-two and didn't place in any auctions. So yeah, that that I think is pretty stout. Uh, if I had placed in an auction or two, I probably would have finished her. Uh, as a matter of fact, Gregor says the same thing. SMS the paired SMS for Troy was an excellent thing. Um, the keeping the milestone oh, yeah. shard payout. He actually gave that an A plus, uh, and he also rated Troy as an officer. Rated her an A as well. Nice. Worf, he uh, he said Worf was lame. He gave that a D. Um, so yeah, Worf Worf no good there. Uh, but in rating Troy, he gave her an A, and he gave sourcing of Troy an A. Uh, Clueless says uh, Riker was the best officer. You know, I kind of felt like Riker was sourced slightly better too, Clueless. But if I go back and I remember in my head, Stevens Aaron just said it, perception is reality. I placed in a Riker auction and I was able to unlock Riker, which might be why I didn't get Troy. So, uh, but you know, I got to say this, even throughout all of TNG, officer sourcing during their arcs, have been good all month long, uh, all season long. 
you know, again, the real question, Jesse, is going to be what they do after the fact. Um, because still to this day, we're not seeing TOS. We got a Giorgio G3, G4 spend auction right now as if she were a brand new card. You know, I, I, I am not a, I'm not a fan of that. Well, Scopely, I would have, I would have much rather have seen a domination auction since we haven't had one in two months. Um, I would have much rather seen a domination auction. Props. They did put the SMS. There was, yeah. that's correct. With it as well. so yeah, there was a paired a SMS. That's true. I, honestly, yeah. I don't want them to take that kind of thing away, you know, where they got the SMS with the auction events, because that is a really good bonus to it. And I really, really like them to keep that feature. Very good. Or keep playing in those events. I like it. All right. 10 so. shards is still too low, though. Do I now? Mark, go ahead. 10, ten shards is still too low for SMS. You know, uh, ten uh, shards in the SMS is is pretty much what we asked for. Uh, that that's right along the lines of what we asked for. You know, about being reasonable. That that guarantees everybody. Yeah, that guarantees everybody that last place. You know, that way nobody gets sniped out. You know, Mark. That that's kind of the point. Everybody gets something if they actually participated in the auction like they should have been participating in the auction. I think that that SMS was kind of more intended for the players who finished in 11th place in the last three seconds. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's a bad feeling, but 10th place is 10, is 10 shards though. You know, is that still fair for a card that's, that's this old? Oh, you're referring to George O. Well, like I, like I said, yeah, I mean, I, I would have preferred to see, I would have preferred to see a domination auction right here. And and to be perfectly frank with you, I think Giorgio at this age and at this time There is her avatar. Could That's be domination. Is it is there a domination auction right now for an avatar? I didn't even look. I got Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I kind of got disgusted and did, didn't even bother. Um I mean, I'll I'll probably I'll probably do the SMS, but but I'm not I'll do the SMS, but I'm certainly not going to not going to push. Yep, there it is. And it's power Oh my goodness gracious! It's separate and it's the same uh, avatar from the original Giorgio anyway. So yeah. a lot of people who won the auction have it. So I think Giorgio is old enough that she could have been in her own domination auction. You know, I, I know dom auctions are are little less priority than G three G four spend, but I mean, Giorgio is almost a year old. Scopely, Discovery came out in the third quarter of twenty throwing that out there right wasn't it it was either august or september might have been fourth quarter either way it's a year old now it's a year old i don't think it should be a new officer sourcing type thing g3 g4 spend for Giorgio is mm, jayla would have been little, great a little disappointing there maybe even a little inappropriate um that said anywho all right, uh, let's do this. I have got to get ready to go, so we're going to take our final break. When we come back, everybody gets to give their final grade, okay? That's coming up right after this break. We're going to take our final one. Ten minutes back, final grades, no more discussion. The verdicts are in. Final grades plus a hint, a prize, and we'll bolt. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll be back in a sec. 
This program is made possible in part by a grant from Lungs Crafters, where heavy smokers can get new lungs in about an hour. EA Sports presents NCAA College Football 2021, a game so realistic you need a vaccine just to play it. My controller won't work until I get the Moderna shot. With all new virtual classes, every day is a home game. I'm going to freeze my screen so I can leave class. And our first ever woke mode lets you win on your own terms. Ineligible man downfield. Oh, excuse me. I meant to say ineligible person downfield. EA Sports. If it's in the game, it's in the game. Amazon presents the Jeff Bezos Pocket Rocket, the toy spaceship that's hard to beat. We're here at the launch pad, and I've got to say that Amazon rocket is kind of shaped like a dong. As an exact replica of the Blue Horizon spaceship, the Jeff Bezos pocket rocket is just the tip of the fun. Uh, reporting here, and I gotta say, it kind of looks like a flying sex toy. If you buy one now, we'll give you a package deal. Talk about space junk. The Jeff Bezos pocket rocket. The toy that makes everyone feel like a member. all being here oh, welcome into the show my name is ultimate djs and this is talking trek live star trek fleet commands official podcast and here we are grading the final uh there the uh, not the final but the last uh tng arc four big country uh as we await the anticipation or, or await with anticipation the uh the launch of arc five which presumably is uh is coming uh in short order the Exocomps were the feature of ARC-4, and we've talked all about them more than once. And uh, it is time. It is time, big country, for us to reveal our final grades. I do have final grades from Bubba Joe, and I've got final grades from Gregor via text. We will sprinkle those in. We've got Super Jesse, level 49, level 32, Karkin. Level 46, Criminal Ripper. Level 39, Steven Zarin. Level 48, V-Ready. Level 44, Captain Mark. And level 50, Bro, Big Country. With their grades, plus you get to issue your grades, community. In the chat room right now, you guys go ahead and start typing. Big Country, you get the first word. Your final grade on TNG Arc 4. D. A solid D. Any any solid D. any follow up with that? Any any correlation to the fact that we are still missing a D? <laughs> uh, so you know, um, 
I think we've talked a lot, you know, so I think the opinion, you know, is out there. And I think the reason why. But I want to say uh, one thing I don't think we spent enough, and I do want to bring it up because I think it's relevant. You know, during my gaming experience, and it's not just me, it's other people as well. I am constantly still to this day getting kicked out of this system because it says my ship's not there, even though my base is there. I'm mining on a node. I go to reset. I pull the ship off. I can't reset the node because it says my ship is still there. Um, you know, I battle. I go to battle. It's it's stuck. You know, or I, this is a new one where I go into battle. I destroy the ship, but the ship is still there. You click on it. It has no health, no health, but it's and like it won't go there. away either. I, I've seen away. that one. I've seen that. That yeah, is so, so obnoxious. And to me, like I said, these have been going on for months, you know, and it, it's frustrating because it's like, I know that they've talked about it and they're like, oh yeah, we worked on it, we fixed it, but then it's like, it's still there or it like went away and then it's like, come back. Big country you know? with a final so, like, grade, with a well. final grade of D laying mostly on, it sounds like event rewards and player experience. Dragon Keeper agrees. He says a D minus. So does Elias from server 177, calling it a D minus. Captain Planet from European 167, also calling it a D minus. On the other hand, Sobex from server 24, calling it a B plus. Uh, Mustang with a C, Shintari with a C minus. Short, fat, bald dude with a C plus. Uh, nothing better to do agreeing with you, big country, on a grade of D. Elsa with a D. Sanzo with an F+. plus. Is there such a thing as an F+. plus? Sure there is. Okay, going with the F+, plus, says Sanzo. You know what? Crazy enough. You, you failed, but you tried really, really hard. You tried yeah. really hard. I, I, I can confirm I, I did once get an F+. Plus. An F+, plus <laughs> is a real thing. Well, you know what? Bubba Joe... The Professor. That's what I'm going to start calling him, is The Professor. Bubba Joe agrees with you. Bubba Joe says that the arc for him gets a grade of F-plus as well. F-plus. Criminal Ripper, on to you, buddy. Level 46 in the game. Super nerd. Big math guy. Very analytical. Criminal Ripper, give us your final grade for TNG Arc 4. Um... So last time I went with Y, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. You sure did. What, what, what are you doing today? So so now, you know, the, the Y actually makes sense because this should have been like one release in my opinion. So we're going to go with X. Going with X. Thank you. Thank you for, for that wonderful piece of insight. Thank you. Steven's Aaron, on to you. Level 39 from server 129. Your final grade for the arc. We got three minutes. I got a bolt, guys. I got to go really quick. Uh Final grades. We gotta go. What do yeah. you got? Um, I'll give it a B minus. B minus. Super Jesse. Your final grade for the arc. Super. Je Super Jesse just got booted. Arian uh, going with a C. DJ giving it a B plus. Wham giving it a double D. <laughs> Thank you. Devon with a C. A deal with a D. Uh, Sobex giving it a B plus. Uh, Captain Mark, your final grade for the arc. Going with C minus. C minus. Karkin, level 32, final grade for the arc, please. Initially, I would have gone fairly high, at least a B plus, but with all the issues and the lackluster uh, wharf, you know, such a disappointment. The fact that, you know, you, you had to work, 
very stuck behind a paywall. Behind, well, not very. It will be, you know, eventually. But uh, and then the event distribution, the problems with the server milestone and the Icarus being changed, that really screwed me up. So it dropped it right down to a D. A D for level 32, Karkin right there. Uh, we've got Jesse back, and then um, uh, V-Ready, if you're here, I'll get your grade two, and then I'll give you mine, and we'll get ready to bounce. Jesse from server 36, um, your final grade. I was going to give it a C, but I'm giving it a D, D plus, just because it, uh, it was so uneventful. Because you right. felt like the judge from Family Guy being reminded about the dark, horrible scene <laughs> yeah. of the earlier parts of the month. A D yeah, that was my grade. <laughs> All right, D plus. Storm from Server 28 giving it an A, everybody. Thief giving it a B plus. See, there's a few people out there that are giving it a little bit of love and cuddle. Uh, Clueless one. Clueless one is giving it what? An A? What is that? I don't know what you're writing. Uh, Loud Dog giving it a How C minus. make work shorter than Wesley? <laughs> giving it a C. Uh, McSurgeon, Ops 48 on Server 20 giving it a D plus. Um, lots of great grades in here, guys. Thank you so very, very much. I am giving it, you guys know that I'm a little bit more forgiving. I am also, I am also all about the math. I, for me, am going to use exocomps. I am satisfied with, so, uh, with Scopely's development in the free-to-play community with it. Uh, I got to 28 for free using exocomps every day, and to me, it... I recognize it for what I believe its intent was, which was nickels and dimes. Um, the Exocomp feature, I mark very, very highly. I agree with Big. I feel like payouts still to this day continue to be a little bit lackluster. We said that last month. As a matter of fact, that was the reason I knocked it last month, and I'm doing so again this month. Rewards are the key. Rewards are the key. That's what motivates everybody to get in and play. You gotta pay them for their time. And payment in this game, Scopely, comes in the form of progression. There's nothing else about it. Listen, we get it. You love your frames, you love your avatars. These are not rewards. They are luxuries, they are niceties. Materials, resources, those are the pay. That's the salary, that's the paycheck that I should be getting by giving you 40 plus hours a week, Scopely. So for that reason, I give this arc a B minus because I love the exocomps, I hated the rewards, and technology and the calendar pissed me off too. Not happy with the calendar. Damn. There you go. So, Man, what, what kind of no? which which calendar? Yeah, version <laughs> seventeen. Version seventeen. All right. Uh, version 17 that we got on day 19 of the arc. All right, very quickly, everybody. I've got a hint for you. I don't even have time to repeat it more than once, all right? I'm giving you the hint on my way out. Ladies and gentlemen, your hint for upcoming content. And boy, oh boy, Ripper, I might even let tape continue to roll as you lead the conversation in the after party. You and Stevens Aaron and Big Country, you've got a lot to talk about. 30 oh seconds. Boy from right now. Oh, Ripper, did you have a hint you wanted to give? Did you get clearance? You want to do yours? Do yours first. What? Do yours a first. Clearance? No, we don't do clearance. Do it. Do it quickly. I only got a minute and a half. Go. What's your hint? My, my hint is it starts with a T. Starts with a T? What? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to keep this going. I love your hints. Hey. I don't even know. I got to be honest with you. I have no idea what you're talking about. 
We'll, we'll chat about it in PM Wait, afterwards. There you go. We'll talk about it in PM afterwards. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here is your hint and one that is going to really make a lot of people mad and maybe make some people happy. In the next arc, a new feature you would expect, but that's not always what we get. For your feedback, we have listened to, heard, and reacted, and a past feature's flaws have now been redacted. Oh, there you go. In the next arc, a new feature you'd expect, but that's not always what we get. For your feedback, we've listened to, heard, and reacted, and a past feature's flaws have been redacted. Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes our show for today. My name is Ultimate DJs. I want to thank you guys for all being here. Thank you for hanging out right here on the stage of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I would like to say a very special thank you very, very quickly to our list of patrons. And I would also like to invite you yourself to become a patron by joining our uh, by joining our website, all right, by joining our patron program at TalkingTrekSTFC.com. That's TalkingTrekSTFC.com. And you, too, can make your name yellow and join the ranks of players like Gregor, Scott, Venkman, and I, Beglin. Big Country, JC, Hank, Chuck, Zagrunt, Dark Lord, Stevens, Aaron, Ahab, Fookum, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jay Burke, DJ Gur, Red 2, and Honey, Dunk, Bojack, Ape Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Tavi Moza, Regis, Lady Cass, Engineering Free, Philly, Hudson, Doc 31, Morpheus, Cam, Coulter, Jetski, Wingnut, Z-Man, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names, Rock, Raxanar, Striker, V-Ready, Jerry, Ryan, Indy Dandy, Quack, Foo, Mr. Fusion, Callus, King 101, Silence, Stabber, Commander, Taylor, Damodarks, Blue, Mandalorian, Infinite Key, Maztec, The Professor, Chronic Break, Spock, The Avenger, Medic 213, Stony Dude, Fog and Farts, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob, Rude Dude, Arian, Judge Crane, Galen, Cobra, Splatsu, Eden, Not My Game Name, Sentinel, Looter, Conair, Iris, Jack, Wyman, Vinius, Giovanni, Dragon Slayer, Lord Neelix, Lord Pete, Lobot, The Egger, Never Clutch, Storm, Harsh's Procedure, Lugga, Subcommander, Doug, This Fella, Captain Jack, Dr. Ling, Jason, Velvet Thunder, Right Turn, Claude, Your Mom, Royal Power, Scarlet Hawk, Young Duke, Copper, Renzo, Seven of Nine, Lube, Cha-Cha, Baba, A-Fox, Midhead, Bills Mafia, E-Rock, Afro Jacks, The Clueless One, Warren, Hugs and Cuddles, Gator, Evil Dragonfly, Shady Pines, John, Andrew, Susan, and Steven. Thank you guys for contributing $5 or more per month to Talking Trek. A registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your friendly neighborhood cat person saying meow for now. Love you, mean it. We'll catch you on the next one. Y'all be good now. Bye, meow.